0: It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to do some yoga talk, meaning specifically some talking shop about teaching yoga and in specific, how do you storytell tell? a yoga class as i work and mentor yoga teachers individually and in groups both through flow school and then in private one-on-one there is you know this kind of regular occurrence of oh gee, there are so many words to get out of your mouth in order to cue flow. And I'm speaking to flow in particular, like how do we create sequences of movement, um, you know, that are dynamic and diverse and also honor tradition. And I just have to say (laughs) first that as also somebody who teaches group fitness at times that coming up with a workout with maybe rotating stations, it is a whole lot easier than teaching a flow class. <laughs> and, uh, so I just want to acknowledge that. Maybe maybe if you're listening to that, you're like, oh my gosh, yes. And I say that not that there's any less thought to it. It's just that there's almost literally like cueing. You know, if you're going to cue to breath pace in a fitness class, you might cue people to be aware of how they're breathing and are they holding their breath and do you want them to nasal breathe and do you want them to be focused in, in some way on on what they're doing there but in general it's going to be some body corrections maybe there's a time clock running and you're going to walk the room and kind of cheer people on they know what they're going to do because you've walked through a workout where in a yoga class you know you as a teacher to have the list and and literally bring your notes with you there um, and no shame in that game. So do that. Uh, Students want you to be prepared and are nobody's expecting you to have to memorize everything. Like, should you, you know, be pausing the whole class to read through and make sure you're doing it? No, there's like kind of a general flow of like trying to get people going. There's some tricks you can do to make that possible if you need to. Uh, refer to your notes. But in general, I just want to have this acknowledgement here for a moment that when you're cueing movement constantly in a flow class, and telling people where to turn their nose, where to put their right thumb, how to breathe, that it's a lot of words out of your mouth. Of course, different classes are going to be different. But so speaking to those folks who might be in particular teaching flow, this is for you. And how do you storytell in a class, especially if you're a teacher who really wants to focus on the movement? You know, I think there is this spiritual slash, uh, I'll even put the word woo-woo, like the woo-woo side, like the the part where we're like, this self-awareness, this spirituality, this oneness, this connection to self, this connection to a bigger picture, the, you know, that side of it. I mean, I fucking love that stuff. (laughs) And I am also very interested in movement science and where I'm putting my body and what it's doing and why it's doing it and asking the questions there. So finding a way to mix those things together is where storytelling and movement meet. When I lead a class, I am very much focused in a bulk of that. You know, like I would say like the, the most biggest, like the biggest part of the class is really helping people know where they need to move how they need to move, how they can find that in themselves. And it's guiding them through, you know, multiple tools and practice of, of how to do that. But there's so much conversation then about put your right hand here and put your other body part here and twist open here and et cetera, et cetera, and and pay attention here and, and, and try this out here. And, you know, there's a, an invitation there and, where do we bring the pieces of deeper contemplation especially if you are someone who really geeks out on the movement pieces of it but you want to offer this experience of of more than just movement more than just a time to get a sweat on which by all means like it can be a class where you're going to sweat on like you can do that. You can do all, all types of classes can exist. And and I do not believe that there is one that is better than the other. But clearly label them, right? And, and what do you want to bring? What makes you excited as a teacher? What has been impactful for you? And how can you teach that? And for me, having a mixture then of some sort of lesson and call it an intention maybe for the the practice and then the movement because you know as Brené Brown has said the way we we move things from our head to our hearts is through our hands and she was speaking to using workbooks and along with her book Dear to Lead but I uh, like co-opting that as as a way of of it's very true for yoga and for our movement practices how do we get out of our heads and into our bodies? And that's through movement. And we can put a, a lesson or an intention into our body through a practice. So I'm going to give you an example of how, do we story, how to story tell in a movement class. And for me, in this in this flow vinyasa class, oftentimes when I set up people in class, I welcome people to class. Everybody is there. And the connection of folks in the room, is it feels really important to me. So I'll keep some music on and introduce myself. And then I will ask everybody to introduce themselves to the people beside them, behind them, diagonal from them, ready, set, go. That's the phrase I use. And if you come to my class, you will hear that. And instantly the room like bounces with that energy of meeting new people. And people oftentimes will show up to that same time period, right? Like like that time, the the class, and, and they're going to start to recognize people there. And if they're new, they're instantly going to be like, oh, okay, here's, here's a person that I get to meet. I know that for me, that was one of the really powerful things when I very first started going to, to public yoga classes was people that I didn't know were introducing themselves to me and inviting me and it automatically made me feel like I belong. And that's what we're trying to create in in our studio spaces is a sense of belonging. And so I have everybody introduce themselves. I introduce myself, I introduce what class we're in. And if there's anything interesting or a transition that I wanna share, sometimes sometimes I'll be like, this is what we're gonna explore today. And I'll kind of share with the movement maybe that we're going to explore. I give them a starting position to be in. Perhaps that's laying or sitting or standing or, you know, the variety of positions that you can be in (laughs) in the body. (laughs) And after that, I might cue some breath. And especially because I am going to be leading into a breath pace class where I'll be cueing inhales and exhales in stillness. I will start to cue inhales and exhales where we try to soften the body. And I've been listening to Pema Chodron's When Things Fall Apart and just this focus on the exhale. Focus on the softening of the face. So focus on sitting in the ground deeply and also rising up through the crown of your head, right? So it's building this awareness of the internal rhythm while you remove the the movement, right? So let's work this in stages, so, as people are sitting there, and perhaps I cue a couple of breaths and give some cues of awareness, then I'll say, I might say, I have said, <laughs> I have a story for you today. And I'll tell you a story that I told just last week. I said, I have a story for you today. I was talking to my son who was in high school, and we were talking about relationships. And he was talking about about dating people, and he hasn't dated anyone yet. And, you know, there's a lot of people at high school doing this. And he was talking about the seriousness that that some people have going into it, and, and the wanting to be with someone, but the work of it to be with someone. And he was saying how it doesn't make sense why they're would just be one person for everybody and how isn't being with somebody just an opportunity for an experiment (laughs) and I said yeah you are absolutely right and I think you know as a 16 year old listening to to his reflections is is like a gift as a parent and and also because i recognize myself in that right and and perhaps he has gleaned some things that i have said but i told the story in my class where i you know was there and i can see people's faces they're sitting there and they're kind of chuckling being like okay i mean all of us like every single one of us has has (laughs) been in the relationship experiments And how they truly are experiments, right? If we we think back to all the people that we've interacted with and perhaps they were lovership experiments and perhaps they were friendship experiments or family experiments, and it's really true. And so there was a lightheartedness, and I, I told this story, it does not have to be long. If it's super long, you're right, we've got to get right to, we get. We want to get into moving. So to storytelling class, really use things that are your personal life experiences. So I could share this story about my son, and like, isn't this an experiment, right? And, you know, I can see people's reaction, because, you know, relationships and figuring out relationships is kind of, a, it's kind of a thing all of us do. And then I invited them to bring that sort of energy into class, like let today be an experiment. There's not just one class for all of us and not just one thing we might need, but we can try something on and we can play with it and say, what what is this going to teach me today? So let's experiment today and bring that sort of playful energy. And so that's the story, and that's the way I set it up. And then we move into the movement of class, and you know I move them out of like that that more still posture into and brings the movement into that, and we'll grow the class into into more and more movement throughout the class. Then, as a way of storytelling, is is perhaps like using some language of you know if there's a certain posture, I might repeat that same word. So the word of that class. Was experiment and so perhaps be like in Skandasana. what happens if you look to the side or experiment looking forward or what happens if you reach here or or put your push your toe here or you know so you can use that language throughout and so you can still have this focus on the movement pieces, on what the body is doing, on this attention to the body and the way that that feels and also thread together this experiment of this hour together and what happens if and pay attention to and what does this feel like and what happens if you try this instead of this and all this language of invitation of of what else and what if and a place to ask questions right, for this particular class and then at the end, to wrap that up and and everybody is there in and Shavasana and, and sometimes I will have everybody go into Shavasana and perhaps I will say a couple words to kind of close it up and wrap that beginning intention piece, the beginning story and wrap it up to the end. Or perhaps after they're in Shavasana and I have their be quiet time and I come up and bring them to a seat and then maybe I will give a couple words and like literally can just be a couple sentences and wrap the beginning story to the end. we're in this particular class and it is thank you for experimenting with your body and the privilege it is to experiment today and invitation for you to carry that same sort of playful energy to the rest of this day, and to ask what if, and ask more questions, and be willing, right, to to try things and to play with things and maybe a way that you haven't before, and then, and then that's it. And I tell everybody thank you at the end of class, and um, I currently don't say namaste at the end of class, and I snap very much like at a poetry reading right and so I will snap my fingers I'll snap both hands and all my class like my classes like people respond with that and are also snapping back because there's this call and call back and this acknowledgement in that moment and I just tell them thank you and then I say snaps or I just start snapping and that is the ending of class I feel like this is an important conversation to share because you know we we do have this opportunity as teachers to be in the room and to recognize. And I think it's really important to recognize that we are sitting in a seat of leadership and we are guiding an experience. Like you're getting in there, like you're, (laughs) you're the leader, like you're, you're there to like show up and to, and to guide people through the next hour together or hour and a half or whatever it is. And, Having some intention walking into that room is going to be really, uh, really valuable to both yourself and to the people that are going to show up there. And I speak a lot to having a prepared class. And does that mean that you can change the class in it? Yes. Like during it? Yes. But coming prepared with something to teach. And can we, you know, go off the cuff and teach to who's in the room? Yes. And. I think their preparation does um, do something different and, and can provide something something that it, that is important, but that's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is that in addition to that, then having a piece of story, a piece of intention and, and making it easy and, and and a way that you can share your humanness. It's going to make you approachable as a teacher. It's going to make you trustworthy as a teacher where you're, you're just a regular human. And for me, I have kids and we're talking about relationships and those are regular things. And so in telling stories, you choosing choose themes that have application across like humanness. And you can use that to then seed the beginning and the intention and throughout and then wrap it up at the end. And it does not have to be long and complicated. Less is often more and, and trusting the movement to really be the vehicle to take that idea and be embodied then in the practice through the movement. Storytelling is a way then that that movement can have um, maybe a a bigger reach for some folks. And for some people, it, it might not be the thing, and that's totally fine, too. But having an awareness that as teachers, the way we show up in a room impacts those people that are there. And our preparation and our thoughtfulness of of this and it doesn't, and again, it does not have to be much, but it is important to think of. So again, storytelling, make it simple, make it approachable and seed it throughout class and let it be something that can help students connect with you as a human and that's it. And you might find stories that you come back to and it in in the vein of the practice of paying attention. If you're asking yourself, why well, I don't have any stories like that, I think you do. But perhaps there is more paying attention for you to do. And It is in simple everyday moments and I'm sure this very day you have already had something happen that you could reflect on that could be a very small moment that would have some sort of lesson and intention that you could take into class. And it's those things that are valuable. And it's these little pieces of paying attention throughout your day that then you can bring into the classroom and help be that they, that, that then can be a tool for your teaching. Mm. That's your yoga strong. That's your strength of paying attention both on and off the mat. And that is then what you're encouraging your students to do. Have such a wonderful class, and I would love to hear about your storytelling of this podcast at all. This particular episode, in in a way, has, has felt inspiring to you or felt like it's simplified storytelling. I would love to hear it. Feel free to send me a message, email me, hello at Bonnie Weeks, or send me a DM on the gram, or leave a review on the podcast on iTunes, and happy teaching. Thank you for doing what you do.